listen. You can't handle the truth. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Show me the money! Call now at 615-844-5600. Alrighty then. Now, the McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin. Good Friday afternoon to you. Take two. We're here. Welcome into the McFarland Show. Darren and Justin here with you for the next two hours. Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. We've got a loaded show for you. We are excited. In about 15 minutes. Well, less than. Yeah. About 10 minutes or so. Forever Titan. Chris Sanders, who attended the Ohio State. He's going to join us to begin the second hour of the program. Low Neal. Mm-hmm. Lorenzo Neal, affectionately mm. known as Low mm. or Low Dog. Man. Who's out in San Francisco doing radio, killing it out there. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Good good deal. So he's going to join us. We're going to ask him about Rand Carthon. Okay. We're going to hit him on a variety of things. So we're looking forward to talking to him. You can talk to Lorenzo Neal about almost anything on the planet. Yeah. He's... He's a good talker. It's Without good that question. he's in radio. Yes. He's, yes. He's got a lot to say. Yes, he does. Very good. So we're excited about that as we sit here on the Friday before the Super Bowl. The calm before the storm. <laughs> the last hurrah. Here. We're going to lock in our picks today. Give away a few prop bets as uh, free gifts to the people out there. Just our gift from the McFarland Show to you. Absolutely. Want you to be informed and uh, and make sure that you don't lose any money. At least that's what Darren is. Well, do. I mean that's the plan for entertainment purposes only. Yeah, that's the plan. I mean it. You know, it doesn't always work out that way. Yeah, you, you just hope that it does. Right, more times than not, that's the plan. <laughs> it is the plan. It is the plan. So I saw. I've been. I don't know if you've been paying attention to stuff. Jim Wyatt, who's out in Arizona. A little bit, yeah. The Super Bowl. He's always out there. He's been there. busy out there. He's been busy talking to a lot of current players, former players. Mm-hmm. Veteran. Uh, doing <laughs> doing some mailbag stuff. Yeah. And in uh, some stuff that I've been reading, Jim Wyatt, one, I noticed he said he didn't believe Nate Davis will be back next year. Surprise, yeah. not surprised. Not surprised. Okay, um, why? O- only because we're – in this era of the new GM, I don't know how anybody can be surprised about anything. None of these guys on this football team are his guys. None of them. He didn't pick them. He didn't draft them. He didn't sign them. They're just here when he got here. So anything that leaves from here on. You can't it, be surprised? I, I'm not surprised by okay. a single thing. Um, uh, the only thing that would shock me is if Mike Vrabel was dismissed somehow. That's it. Every other player, there's about three or four guys who I think are probably safe. But outside of that... Three or four? Three to four. Okay. That, you know, well, you know, a lot of them won't leave because, you know, it's just, uh, you know, they're young players that, you know, haven't really done anything yet or, you know, one way or the other. Um, but there's like three to four guys to me that are going to be here. The other... You know, 50-some-odd, 40-some-odd guys, 
wouldn't surprise me at all if there was a ton of turnover because there's no allegiance at all to any of those guys. And this is a result business, and the results last year were not good. So the new GM's been hired to do a job. He's coming in here to do that job. And if the new GM doesn't think that Nate Davis fits in the picture, then uh, goodbye. We wish you well in your future endeavors. Well, he's a UFA. And so, you know, it makes the decision easy. Yeah. If you decide that's not who you want to move forward with. But, man, if Ben Jones retires, which I suspect he will. Okay. If Taylor Lewan retires. Okay. And I suspect he will. All right. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to go and put that out there. Come on with it. I suspect he's going to retire. All right. Because all this stuff, I just keep hearing people, and it just, it's just quite honestly. I just don't buy it at all. Okay. You'd be like, yeah, if, if Taylor Lewan will come back for a reduced rate, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, if he was to play for $2 million. Taylor Lewan ain't coming back to play for $2 million. <laughs> what what planet are you living on? <laughs> like, you're in the media. You're, you've got to be smarter than that. He ain't coming back. If he will come back and play for a, a, a you know, a team-friendly deal, Taylor Wan ain't, ain't coming back to do that stuff. No. Taylor Wan's made $100 million. No. And he's had all kinds of injuries. He has. Either he's going to get paid yeah. or he's going away. Which he could get paid. Uh, not let's, here. Not, not, not he, here. Not here. But do in, you, okay, so let's the, go there. Go, so you, go for it. Let's say um, Indianapolis. They could use, sure. uh, you know, they could use offensive. They Houston, can. Jacksonville. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe somebody in the division who knows mm. him quite well, right? Mercy. They're like, man, we're just – we're like one Taylor Lewan, and he's, I know he's got health yeah. injuries, but, man, if he stays upright and healthy, we're one Taylor Lewan, man, our offensive line's going to be sick. Yeah. Well, what's realistic? Like, what do you think somebody would really pay him? I, oh. I am curious to hear your number. Well, let's see. Just give me a one-year deal. I'm just trying to think of what the what the going rate is now. Well, the going rate for a left tackle, $14 million. <clears throat> He's not going to get 14 Somebody might give him nine. Somebody might give him nine, ten million. He's not gonna get fourteen, depending on the cap situation. Here's here's okay. what we here's what we gotta remember like about a one, the national a one-off deal. One, maybe two. Ooh. One, maybe two. Okay. I mean, because here's the deal: this is the National Football League. One man's trash is another man's treasure. We see it all the time. All the time. Yeah. So it is not surprising whatsoever. We the, and we see it every single year. There are players that they cut or that do not sign for big money here. They go elsewhere and they get whoo big dollars. And you say, well, good thing they went there because he was never gonna get that around here. Happens every year. So could Taylor Lewan, a Pro Bowl caliber when healthy, uh, left tackle who's a veteran in this league. Could you make the argument, if we're in Indianapolis this afternoon instead of beautiful Nashville, Tennessee, and we're talking Colts football, God help us, and we are talking this afternoon about what the Colts can do to improve their situation, you can easily say, you know, we've been watching Taylor Lewan for years, and the holes he's opened up for Derrick Henry, he's got a lot of experience. We've got a guy here that we think is really, really good. We think he's actually almost better than Derrick Henry. Uh, truth be told, that's that's what we think he is. Okay. Well, he's been in Tennessee. Yeah, he's been hurt. Yeah, he's been in Tennessee. Everybody's been hurt in Tennessee. So maybe if he comes here, he won't be hurt. Maybe he won't be hurt if he comes here because everybody's been hurt in Tennessee. Yeah. 
So I'll just bring them up here. We'll treat them a little better. You know, they put them through the meat grinder in Tennessee. We're not going to do we that here. We feed them better. We, and, you know, better we trainers, got better We got yeah. better corn for better it, beef, you know, beef or whatever. We got the stuff. And so you bring them in, and they go, well, how much do you need, Taylor, to be a beast like you were at Michigan? Oh, I need, you know, good $8, 9000000 million in a nutrition plan. Sold. We're good. Big signing today in the NFL, the Indianapolis Colts sign, Tennessee Titan, Titans veteran Taylor Lewan. You know, two-year deal, or nine the million. Texans, if they, you know, they they draft their franchise quarterback, they're like, we can yeah. start with. Look, I'm not disagreeing with that. Happens all the time, Justin. I'm not disagreeing with that. That's the only way he's going to keep playing. Yes. Okay. That's what I'm trying to squash. Okay. Well, it's not going to be here. He's not coming that back here. That deal for less isn't coming. That deal isn't happening here. I know it's going to happen elsewhere because we're but suckers I'm like that for Pro Bowl with, players. For the love of God in this market, with the media, please stop saying if Taylor Lewan would just take a you know like a, a team friendly deal and you know, just come back and play for like three or four million a year, he ain't doing that. Stop it. It's a waste of good oxygen. That's good oxygen getting wasted. Stop it. <laughs> he made $100 million. He's got a successful podcast. If they're going to pay him 3 or $4 million and he's got to pay his agent and after taxes, yeah. he ain't playing for that. He's going off into the sunset. See you later. So please stop saying that. He's not going to do that. It's not going to happen on his end, and it's not going to happen here. The only way he's going to keep playing is your scenario plays out, and I don't. I believe your scenario could play out. Yeah. I do. I suspect <laughs> because it happens every it single happens year to time. somebody. But I suspect it's also got a real shot that he doesn't get a, a real legitimate offer, and he's like, "Peace out." That can happen too. See you later. It could. It's either peace out, or it's your it's your. Uh, your example. Listen, all it takes but is one franchise. If I That's hear it. one more person say, if Taylor Watt, I mean, if you'll come back and play cheap, we're wasting good oxygen. Please stop it. Okay? I'm just trying to help everybody. Please stop it. That's not going to happen. That is not in the cards. It's not going to happen. He's either going to get paid somewhere else, or he's going to ride off in the sunset and, and be a podcast guy. Yeah. Okay? That's how it works. Yeah. And he'll get paid well on that. Yeah. And he won't be hurt. I don't think, unless he falls off the bus. I mean, yeah, he who can knows? fall down the steps. Of the who bus. knows? All right, we'll come back. Forever Titan, Chris Sanders. He went to the Ohio State. He's fast, or at least he was fast. We'll talk to him next on the McFarland Show, WNSR. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic is happening on March 15th at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. And this year, it's a doubleheader. For nearly a decade, the City of Columbia Parks and Rec Department has showcased the most highly attended women's college softball matchups in the state. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic kicks off their doubleheader at 1 p.m. with the Bucks from Motlow State taking on the Chargers of Columbia State. Then at 5.30, the Austin P. Lady Govs battle the Lady Vols of the University of Tennessee. Tickets to the 6th Annual Mid-State Classics are only 10 bucks and are on sale now. Motlow State versus Columbia State. Austin P versus Tennessee. Wednesday, March 15th, starting at 1.30 at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. For tickets and information to the 6th Annual Mid-State Classic, log on to ColumbiaTN.com slash Mid-State Classic or call 931-388-8119. That's 931-388-8119. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic. 
At Total Wine and More, save big on what you love this month with hundreds of deals. Get up to 35% off over 100 different wines and spirits, including Cabernet, sparkling wine, single barrel bourbon, and so much more. These savings are huge, and even better, they're on top of prices that are already the lowest in town. Deals this good don't last long, so visit Total Wine and More to find yours. Love what you find at the lowest price, only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Slim's Tender Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three-cheese blend to make our delicious mac and top it with chopped hand-breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the Tender Mac Bowl meal or the Buffalo Tender Mac Bowl meal, both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. When you pick up your first girl in college or at the bar, what do you do for every girl you meet after that? You do the same thing. You're just like, this works. So Vrabel, he's like, well, we just have to keep trying to get back to this. So it, it makes sense to me. That's why every time you go up to a girl's bar, you're just like, please, please, <laughs> please, please. It just worked that one time. Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch. With Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. <laughs> Nashville Predator fans, call now at 615-844-5600. The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Thank you, big voice guy. Back here live in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. By the way, you can watch us every day on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. We shower, sometimes we shave, and we deodorize. So we try to get spiffed up for you, like this man. He's probably not even wearing a shirt doing this interview, but nobody can see. He's forever Titans wide receiver Chris Sanders. He went to the Ohio State. I said he was very fast in the day. Mm-hmm. I don't know how fast he is today because my guess is if he ever was in that range that he was in as a track star at Ohio State, he would pull, I'm sure, hammies, quads, about everything else, I, I can, think. I can vouch for the fact that he had on a shirt earlier this morning. Okay. Because well, I, I saw him yeah. earlier this morning. Did he cut off the sleeves? No, no. No, he had sleeves on. Oh, wow. Because, you know, he was trying to keep the natives calm. Well, in fairness, I wanted to watch because you told me yesterday he was coming on, and yeah. I wanted to watch. 7.45 is not an egregious time for me to watch, but you knew I, – I told you about my week. You knew I was exhausted yesterday. Yes. 
I took melatonin last night. And oh, it's, it's and it was over. It's nighty night. It was over. It's, see you later. Nine hours later. Chris, what's going on? So I missed it. Man, what, what is going on? First of all, can I ask you a question? You know, would Taylor LeJuan come for uh, $2 million? I want you to answer that question. I think you heard my answer. <laughs> I really didn't sugarcoat it, did I? <laughs> I really, there was no. no room for, you know, like, what was he really saying? No, it was pretty crystal clear. Man, how y'all doing, man? It's good, to, it's good to hear from you. Also, I'm mad at you, number one. I called you five times yesterday just to see how you were doing, and you never called me back. Uh, well, Dang. first of all, you're on the McFarland show, so you Dang. have to <laughs> specify which McFarland you're talking. He can't to. be mad at me because I don't have his number like that. So he <laughs> can't be me. And I just saw him, so he ain't mad with me. It's okay, not me. Exactly. I mean, I just thought we were friends. Okay. I mean, we were friends back in the day, and you know, I call you, you don't call me back. I see how the family's doing. I mean, you don't send me nothing. You don't say I or nothing. Oh, you said were. So that's past tense. Did you just go <laughs> past tense? We were. Friends, yeah. is that what you just did? Dang. Yeah, man, wow. we're not pals anymore. Okay. Well, I need you to answer this so our audience yeah. can hear this. <laughs> yes, sir. Did I, Darren, because you have to specify which McFarland, call you back several times? Uh, you did not call me back at all. I <laughs> cried for like 22 man. seconds. Liar. 22 seconds. Liar. 22 seconds. That is I not called. true. I called and I called and I called. I mean, I could have, I could have had a flat. I could have, you know, needed a haircut. I mean, you didn't call me at all. You are a man of faith, and your nose just hit Murfreesboro. He said, "Okay, the truth that is, is not true." He said, "The truth is Remember, not in you." The truth will I, set you free, Chris. The truth will yeah, set you free. He, he did. He called me back multiple he times. Me back multiple, multiple times. times. Then I called him back, and he still didn't. He'd send me a text or nothing. Still love you. Yeah, okay. You're my pal. All right, we did play a lot of tag, didn't we? I was out of breath. We played so much fun. I was too. (laughs) All right. I'm going to, I don't want to get, we're having fun. We're having fun. Sure. I don't want to get you in a bad mood, but I do want to ask you if you've seen this and you may not have because it just came out. Okay. On Sunday night. So it's been five days, but have you watched the 30 for 30 bullies of Baltimore? Yeah, they, they dogged a mess out of the, uh, the Tennessee. Yeah. I'm upset. I mean, I'm throwing the mic. Yeah, I'm throwing the microwave okay. at the TV. I'm throwing uh, shoes. I'm throwing uh, Tic Tacs. Anything I got my hands on, I'm throwing it. I mean, they, I mean, they literally dogged us. But hey, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, they they were the best defense that I've ever went against. I mean, you got Ray Lewis. You had guys in the secondary that will run through your lips. So you, you they, they deserve it. I mean, they did it. They bullied everybody. They were nasty. They had Saragusa. They had guys that they were physically intimidating. So yeah, they they deserved it. Well. You guys deserve a lot of credit, too, because, as you know, as you watched it, it's two hours long. The Titans were the most prominent team in that 30-for-30, okay? Besides the Ravens, which is who it's about, the Titans, there was more emphasis on the Titans than any other team in the league by far. They were cussing us out and everything. Man, well, again, but it says a lot about you guys, Chris. It does. It really does. Right? Because their focus was heavy on what you guys were doing. Yep, and just the individual wars that were going on. You had Ray Lewis going against Eddie George, and, you know, they, they were their best friends off the field, but just watching those cats go at it, I think the rivalry really started, you know, when um, you know when they came and beat us in 2000. 
you know, when, when uh, I think it was Ray Lewis, you know, caught that touchdown and, I mean, caught the interception and took it the distance. And I just think that that, when, that was when the rivalry started brewing because we didn't like them, they didn't like us, Ray didn't like Eddie, Eddie didn't like Ray on the field. Now, not off the field, but it was one of those games that you better put your mouth guard in, you better tighten up your helmet, you better wear every pad because you will get hit square in the nostrils. So they were the most physical team you ever faced? Uh, it's the, they're the second. They're, they're, second. In my opinion, the, 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 the most physical team that I've ever went against was the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think it was my uh, uh, rookie season when, when, when they had Greg Lloyd and those cats and, and Carnell Lake. Mm-hmm. That team was phys- When I say that team was physical, mm-hmm. that team was physical. I know the, the Baltimore Ravens, you know, they say they're the bullies and all that stuff. But I'm going to tell you something. When you played against the Pittsburgh Steelers, you didn't have to, uh, you know, walk in the locker room and say, "Oh, it's Pittsburgh week." You absolutely knew it because you better believe there was going to be a war in that on that game. Was that the team that played Dallas in the Super Bowl? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that team. That was, game. Woo, yeah. That woo. was Kevin Green yeah. and Greg yeah, Lloyd. But, yeah. Greg, Greg, let me tell you something. Greg Lloyd Perfect. almost took my spleen out. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. I, 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 ran, I ran a crossing around my rookie season. I'm thinking I'm cool. Like, well, I ain't going to get hit. He hit me square in the mouth. My spleen popped out. And then I'm not going to fight him because he's a black belt in karate. So I'm, I'm in a bad situation. I'm in a black bad situation all around. Switch the sidelines. You, say, you know what? <laughs> just, just walk back. What's going on over here? Yeah. And then I wanted to write him a note and apologize. Like, hey, man, I am so sorry. I ran across the ground. I'll never go in your space again. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, in all seriousness, he was a bad yeah. man. <laughs> he was a bad <laughs> man. Whoa, and his eyes were red, and, you know, it's, it, I'm telling you, man, I, I know there's some great linebackers, but that dude right there, the motor that he had, the, the awful face mask that he had, yeah, he looked like he the can face mask was right. In, seri- in all seriousness, that yes. 95 Steelers team and that Ooh. 2000 Ravens, I think it would be Ooh. the first team to six would win. I mean, honestly. Two. I don't know. It, yeah, it, I don't know if you could score. There wouldn't be a touchdown, would nah. there? You you don't even okay. Let me give you a perfect example. That 2000 team, uh, uh, the Ravens. Let me tell you how good their defense was. When we played them in the in the playoff games, we had 479 yards offense against them. But what they did is they created turnovers. And then on offense, they had 76 yards. That means they basically say, you know what? We can win with our defense. We don't even need you, Trent Dilfer. We just we just got this defense that'll score points. They didn't even score a touchdown on offense. The defense did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and people don't remember in that Super Bowl, Emmitt Smith, the great Emmitt Smith, you know, the leading yeah. rusher in NFL yeah. history. Uh, yeah. Bam Morris outrushed him in that game. Emmitt Smith didn't Bam do anything. Bam Morris. De- Emmitt <laughs> wow. Smith didn't do anything that game. And remember, Nothing. it was the interceptions, unfortunately, by Neil Absolutely. That, yeah. that did the Steelers in. It wasn't the Cowboys, sure you know, wasn't. doing things at will on offense. It wasn't. Yeah, but that game, I'm going to tell you, that, that Pittsburgh, that, I mean, every time we played against the Pittsburgh Steelers, if you look at the games, it wasn't no like 24 to nothing, 34 to 5, or 34 to 2. It was 7 3. Yep. 17-14, It was a physical, physical game. And I, I remember one story. I think it was in 1995 or 1996, I can't remember, where they, where we had that big old brawl. This one was the Houston Oilers. When I tell you, I, I, I avoid, you know, fights. So I'm watching it and eat my, have my popcorn while I was watching. I just moseyed on out so I didn't get fined. <laughs> it, it was crazy. Uh, Marcus Robertson and Chris Dishman; those guys were crazy. Uh, by the way, Low Neal is going to join us at three o'clock. 
Man, that dude, he's, he's one, that's one small guy that has no neck. I love that dude. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't lied, though. You're not lying. In, in all seriousness, <laughs> you're not lying, At though. fullback, was he not a beast at fullback? What, let me tell you something. One of the nicest, meanest guys you ever, yes. you ever uh, play against. And this is, this is how he is. I remember we were playing against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And uh, uh, one of the linebackers gave a cheap shot on Eddie George, and Eddie George was limping back to the huddle. You know how you know how Lorenzo is. He's like he's a real big guy, no neck, but he had a high voice. He's like Eddie, it's okay, just follow me. They're not going to do that again. <laughs> Ran the same play. Ran the same play. Bow, bow, bow. Hit the dude in the mouth. Touchdown. He runs up to the linebacker. He says, "I told you I was going to get you. I told you I was going to get you." <laughs> Devlin, yes. flag that, yes. okay? Flag yes. that right he, now. Flag hey, that. Very that is visible. hilarious. Oh my but the one, thing that he was, the one thing he was terrible about, his catching ability was awful. It was like catching with two elbows. That's the only <laughs> bad thing about him. It is the worst. Catching with two elbows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How you like, do that? You can't. <laughs> you can't. You can't. <laughs> How you do that? You can't. You can't. Oh my God! I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get out of track, but he was awful. I don't know how he. I don't know how he uh, caught the the Music City Miracle, the pass. I can't believe he caught it. <laughs> I can't believe it. The, I still the real miracle is he caught yeah, the ball. The real miracle. That's why it's called the Music City Miracle because of that guy right there. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. I just gotta tell okay. You. Gotta so, tell in you. all seriousness, because you live the life. <laughs> You, yes, sir. You you know what I'm talking about, especially when you're Taylor one. You've made like a hundred million dollars, right? Like when I I was telling Justin off the air, and obviously I took it on the air. Like for people to think that he's coming back for the league minimum nah. or some team friendly deal or play for chump change just to uh-huh. help out the Titans. Like, give me a break, right? He's yeah. not going to do that. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Darren is. If I'm if I'm a, 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 a offensive coordinator, if I'm a general manager, I wouldn't sign him. I wouldn't even give him two or three million, regardless. And and I say this in a respectful way. I'm not being disrespectful, and I'm not being mean. But to be in this league, you can be a great player, you can be a great tackler, you can be a great wide receiver, but you have to be available. And if you look at the, the all the years, he'll be available for five or six games. Then all of a sudden, he's out for four or five games. So even though he's dominant when he plays. He's unavailable. So if I'm a general manager and I'm a head coach, out of respect, I will go a different direction because he's available, not because of his talent. Chris, I got to ask you about uh, your experience that so many guys this weekend are experiencing out there in Arizona, and that is the Super Bowl, of course. Uh, Two days before the Super Bowl, how are you feeling? Are you able to sleep at night? Are you so excited? I mean, how, how is that period before you play one of the biggest football games of your life? You know, I think the, 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 the two days before that, you know, you're a little nervous. I don't think it really hits you when you get on the bus and you're actually driving, you know, to the stadium. They're saying, this is for real. You know, you're nervous. I can't eat. I mean, I think I lost like four pounds. I look like uh, Gary Coleman. So it, it was kind of <laughs> t- tough like that. But, but actually, when you get to the stadium and it sits in that you're in the Super Bowl, that's when the butterflies are coming in. That's when you're nervous. That's when you're like, this is for real. But once you actually get into the game and you get a tackle or you make a block or you make that first catch, you basically say, okay, this is just another game. It's just Super Bowl attached to it. Talk to me about the whole experience of of the week and meeting all the people. Now, listen, Darren and I were both at the game, okay? I was Mm -hmm. at the game. Darren was at the game. I know who I saw 
but I ain't get yeah. to meet anybody. You see people, <laughs> yeah. and you walk past people. It was like, was that yeah. LL Cool J just now? Man, that was LL Cool J. I mean, it's weird like that. Awesome. Super Bowl is weird like that. Who did you it meet is. out there, uh, even though I know you're prepping for a game, but who did you yes. run into out there? You know, it's so funny. I grew up watching Lynn Swan. And uh, as they're, they're doing, and I met Lynn Swan. But here's the crazy part: I'm like, Lynn Swan, can I get your, can I get your picture? And this is when you know videotaping wasn't good, so I had one of those VHS tape things where you take. <laughs> so I had that. So I'm like, can I tape? Can I? He's like, yeah. I'm like, I, like I grew up watching you, and my tape died. Oh. So, so, and then, but here's the best part of the whole doggone Super Bowl: is I remember I saw, I think I saw Sylvester Stallone, but then I saw uh, Tina Turner, and I talked about this earlier. And I told, I saw her coming out the locker room. I said, Miss Turner, I said, you know, you're one of my favorite artists. And she kissed me on the cheek. And I looked at her like, can we just go on and get just married tomorrow? And she said, do you love me? And I was like, no, you know, what's love got to do with it? I mean, that's exactly <laughs> what I did. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Rim oh, shot. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> there it goes. <laughs> Exciting <laughs> times. Life and times what? with Chris Sanders. Yeah. What the hell is happening? Life and times with Chris Sanders. <laughs> All right, Chris. Listen, let yes, me sir. uh let me let me ask a couple more questions sure. here. Sure. Um earlier this earlier this uh this summer, I believe, there was this viral moment here locally where somebody really honestly thought that somebody had made up this team that you were a part of. And that team is the Tennessee Oilers. They said, what are you mm-hmm. talking about? There's no such thing as the Tennessee Oilers. Y'all made that up. Now, now how do you respond to people? Because, Chris, even though you only played for the Titans franchise, you technically yeah. played for three different teams. You yeah. played for the Houston Oilers, the Tennessee Oilers, <laughs> and then the Tennessee Titans. You know, it's, all within a six-year period. So how do you respond to people who say, man, what are you t- the, the Tennessee Oilers, what is that? That, that never existed. I, I, I disagree with them. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm just, no, no, I'm just kidding. You know, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I can understand what, what, when they ask those questions and people say that because the name doesn't sound, it doesn't, doesn't ring a bell. When you say Houston Oilers, you're like, man, I know exactly what it is. Yeah. But when you hear Tennessee Oilers, it, I mean, it's like oil and water. It just doesn't mix. So that's why a lot of people are confused and didn't really understand what we were talking about. But when you say Houston Oilers, they understood. But when they say Tennessee Oilers, you're like, what in Sammy Hill are you talking about? So I just shake my head and be like, you know, it's the, it's the Houston Oilers slash Tennessee Titans. And then now they're like, okay, it's the same team. Okay. So you have to just educate them a little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just like, yeah. disagree with him just disagree earlier this week uh your former your former teammate eddie george uh spoke about uh he was talking uh, talking uh, uncle shannon over there uh and he was talking about the uh steve mcnair and he was Mm. talking about the fact that he still dreams about steve and he Mm. can hear steve laughing even now yeah after all these years, uh, now I know yeah. Eddie and C played together a lot, and so and so did you. Yeah. How often does that still cross your mind uh, about number nine? You know, I just, I just, he reminds me of the, some of the stories and some of the, you know, the battles that you were in with him. And I'm, I'm gonna share one with him. We were playing the Dallas Cowboys, and uh, you know, Steve McNair just, you know, ran a play, and all of a sudden, one of his fingers were broke. They were pointing at the one of his fingers was pointing at himself because it was turning the opposite way. Oh. And we're sit, we're sitting in a huddle. And and Frank Wycheck is like, man, you need to you need to call a timeout. He's like, no, nah, I'm good. So now he calls the play, and everybody's not paying attention to the play. They're looking at the finger that looks crazy. Looks like you know one of the cats from Adam's family. So we're looking at that, 
And he goes up to the line of scrimmage, and he goes through the cadence, and he pops it back in. You can see him pop it back in, and then he takes a snap, and he runs a 44-yard touchdown. And I said to myself, what in the Sam E. Hill is this guy? They can, they can tolerate that pain and forget about how he feels to put his team on his back. Those are the kind of stories that I remember about Steve McNair. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, man, yeah, tough yeah. as nails. Oh, my goodness, man. There's so many so many different things happen with him. And, you know, just to hear Eddie, you know, wax poetic about Steve and the laughter and all that other stuff, just yeah. it, it was really, really it kind really of uh, kind of a special thing. The other thing I wanted to, to ask you about is – the, the the transition that you have to go through. Right now, Chris, we're in the offseason, yeah. um, or we're about to be officially in the offseason, and there's going to be a lot of guys who think they may be coming back to the team they just left, and yeah. they don't know it yet, but they're about to move on. So how, yeah, how do you yeah. get yourself in the mindset of, after all this time I've been drafted, I'm yep. playing, oh. and now I'm a free agent? What is yeah. what is that like? You know, it's tough, and I had to learn that, you know, the hard way when I got released from the Tennessee Titans and went to the Cleveland Browns and came back to the Tennessee Titans. But we always talk about guys being a professional and guys doing the right thing, but this is what I had to do as an individual. I had to take the emotions out of it. Because when you when you when you when you uh, carry those emotions, well, I got drafted in the third round. I led the league in yards per catch. And, you know, you did this to me. Then now becomes emotional. But I had to sit back and say, you know what? Okay. I'm a uh, I'm a salary cap casualty. They need to move on forward. They need to get some money. So I had to handle it in that situation. But if you carry your emotions with it, if you carry those emotions to where they did this to me, I get I sweat and I did this for them. Then now you're going to go to the next team and you're going to carry that bitterness and you're going to get cut again. So that's kind of how I handled it. I just took the emotions out of it. Chris, our producer Devlin here is from Ohio and uh, uh, the Ohio State. I, I, <laughs> Yes, the Ohio State, sir. <laughs> He's a huge Buckeye fan, and he yeah. was. Uh, we were talking before the show started about uh, coaches down here uh, in high school football, and the fact mm. that you know we have NFL players as yeah. high school football assistant coaches. Yeah. And Devlin looked at us. He was like, "Yeah, Southern Southern high school football is just different." He's like, it it's is. just different. It's not yeah. like this in Ohio. Uh, can, can you? Is that true? Can you talk about just how different it is down here where you have guys yeah. like, you know, like Kevin Mawai, a pro football Hall yeah. of Famer, at, at a, at a head, as a head coach at a high school? Man, I, I think it's really, really cool. And it's funny when you talk about Kevin Mawai because I actually coached him two years. You know, when you love the game and the game is the football has done a lot for you, I think it's our responsibility to pass the torch to these high school kids or even college or even the pro level because the thing about it is you have, we have all this knowledge, all this experience, and all these things that we've been through. I think it's our duty to develop these kids. Let me tell you something. When I first, re- when I first retired from the NFL, I did not want to coach. I didn't want to be around it. But I had to understand how our lives impact these kids. We're molding these kids to be our leaders. And I'm going to share this story, and I'll be real quick. But I was coaching at CPA, you know, when I retired. I retired for – I was retired, and I – came back two years and coached the CPA. But there was a kid that I coached. His name was Tritt Ware. And I'm coaching him in this and that. And um, he said this. We were at our banquet. He said, you're the father I've been looking for. Mercy. I was done. Mercy. When, when, he, when he said that, I said, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dig my feet into this coaching and start developing players and help them become men that they're called to be. You know that Kevin McGuire. 
Blech, the well, Kevin Mawai guy replaced yeah. Trent Dilfer. I Trent know. Dilfer's we been in the year. news a lot this week from the bullies of Baltimore Dude. when he accused Greg you. Williams of stealing his playbook. Your thoughts? Quit it. He needs to come on, man. He, he needs to stop that. I mean, it does. You know, I and I, I don't think that would ever ever happen, but. That's where this is just my opinion, and and I'll never disrespect another man. But this is where you got to be a professional. When you start putting emotions in, oh, he did this and he did that, then that's where that's where your real character shows. You know, you don't you don't you don't wait seventeen, eighteen years or nineteen years. I don't know how long it was to start saying, okay, he did this, he stole our playbook, he did that. Just say, you know what, we won a championship. We had great players. We had great great chemistry. We had great coaches. But when you start saying to other coaches, you took my playbook, you did that. Come on, man! It is it is not it is uncalled for because now you made it about you as opposed to the team. Twenty two years ago, to be exact. Okay, yeah, yeah. I went to Ohio State, years. so it's, I thought it was eighteen. <laughs> Who wins, <laughs> Chiefs or Eagles? Uh, you know, looking at the Eagles, I mean, they they got the better team. They got Jalen Hurst, they got Sanders, they got Gainwell, they got Brown, they got Smith. But I just think that when you got Mahomes and Kelsey. They just have that it factor. You know, everybody's talking about what the Eagles are going to do, which they have a potent offense, but it's going to be the Mahomes and, and, and Kelsey show. I mean, Kelsey might have about 27 catches when it's done. So even though the Eagles have a better team, I say the, the Chiefs win mm. 21 to 17. Wow. Mm. Okay. The oh, under. The under there. The under. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 21 to 17. Chris, really appreciated it, even though you Ma'am, took some – some shots of me early on. It hurt. It hurt a lot. It hurt. Uh, you're my friend. Just check on your friend once in a while. Appreciate my, you. I've got a lower body injury right now. It's called my groin where you kicked me. Chris. Oh, do you? <laughs> Quit playing kickball. Quit playing kickball. <laughs> like, wait hey, a thanks as always. Have a great man, weekend. Enjoy the game. You, bro. All right, we'll Thank talk you, to you soon. Okay, thanks, Chris. Chris Sanders. I do love him too, even though we have fun poking at each other. Forever Titan wide receiver Chris Sanders. We're wide open the rest of the hour. 615-844-5600 is how you get in touch with us. Lorenzo <clears throat> Lorenzo Neal will kick off the second hour of the show. Used his I'll voice take, there, didn't you? I'll take <laughs> – I didn't mean to do that. I'll take a swig of water. Yeah. We'll come back. More of the McFarland Show next. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. 
At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Everyone knows time is money, so don't wait weeks for the IRS to send out your tax refund. Go to Jackson Hewitt instead for up to $3,500 with a no interest, no fee tax refund advance loan. With up to $3,500, you could bring home the bacon and bring it home today. Money now instead of later, that's worth its weight in gold. Don't wait weeks for your refund. Go to Jackson Hewitt today. For eligible clients, loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company, details at jacksonhewitt.com. Grizz Nation. Make some big Memphis noise and don't miss your Grizzlies tonight at 7 as they battle the Minnesota Timberwolves for their annual HBCU night celebrating Black History Month. Presented by Pinnacle Financial Partners. Arrive early as the first 5,000 fans will receive a Grizzlies scarf. Get hyped. Get ready for a star-studded show. And secure your tickets by calling 901-888-HOO or shop online at grizzlies.com. From Middle Tennessee's home for the Memphis Grizzlies. Nashville Sports Radio. Your exclusive national sports radio, WNSR Skyscan forecast. Today's going to be mostly sunny, high 56. Partly cloudy tonight, low 30. Saturday, mostly sunny, high 50. Sunshine, maybe a shower for Sunday, the high 54. Utilizing the resources of the Motherbug Network on national sports radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio, WNSR. It's a Bill King show. In Little League football, they play it off. You can't do it in college football, Bill. You got to come up with a bunch of computers and some BCS cockamamie scheme. My answer was yes. It's unique. Absolutely love. I go into my garage every day and make sure there are no dust particles on those BCS computers. I do that. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. You're listening live from the Strike and Spare Studios, downtown Music City. It's the McFarland Show. Good times, as always, with Chris Sanders. Appreciate him joining Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Low Neil in the on-deck circle to kick off the second hour. He's ready. He's heard Chris Sanders mm-hmm. has said stuff about him on the show, so he's, he's primed and ready to go. Okay. Let's go to the phone line, 615-844-5600. Eric, get us started. Hey, guys. Uh, definitely looking forward to Sunday. I'm going to be at my pastor's house for Super Bowl Sundays. But you know, it's, it's usually a good deal because we've had some good Super Bowl parties in the past, and it's, it's a good group of guys love to watch Super Bowl. So there's nothing going to be crazy going on over there. So, But I'm looking forward to it. And also, it's tough for me as a Cowboys fan to pull for the Eagles, but I am definitely pulling for the Eagles because of A.J. Brown and uh, – Brett Kern, guys, uh, I still think Patrick Mahomes and the uh, Kansas City has much better shot to get more Super Bowls than the Eagles do. Because the Eagles, after the season's over, I think I mentioned it, guys, they've got 11 free agents, eight on defense. And I know they're going to try and want to sign some of these key players. We'll have to wait to see what happens. And I heard somebody throw this out there. I don't know if it'll happen. They think the Eagles win the Super Bowl, that uh, Jason Kelsey may retire. So we'll have mm. to see what happens. Mm-hmm. I, How I mean, much I, older I, is he than Travis? I. I don't know. I have no idea. You know, I know his, their mom has been making all around the Super Bowl oh, yeah. circuits and everything like that. And on interview those shows today and talking about she's going to wear that uh, jersey that has both 
their numbers on and a jacket and stuff like that. So. <laughs> oh, she gave them uh, cookies on Monday night during the Oh, yeah, media chocolate days. chip cookies. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I guess they're famous and put a note and uh, a card with it. Although she said, I think Jason probably wouldn't read the cards. <laughs> <laughs> Jason is 35 years old. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, if he, if he does win, it, it wouldn't surprise me that he does recover. We'll see. Travis is 33. Yeah, I thought, yeah, so he's a couple yeah, yeah. years older. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, guys, well, they had, of course, the NFL Awards show last night, which was great. You know, all the players and stuff that they named, you know, most valuable player and, uh, you know, defensive player of the year, the rookies and all this sort of stuff. And then, of course, they made the Hall of Fame announcement for the nine players that made the Hall of Fame. Let me say this, guys. I was happy for Chuck Howley, who was a former Dallas Cowboy, only a Cowboy that played on the losing Super Bowl team that won the MVP, and of course I can't remember his career because I was too young to remember that, but I'm going to harp on this again. The fact that Ed Tuttle Jones is not in the Hall of Fame is just so ridiculous, guys. It just makes me so mad that uh, he, he's not in the Hall of Fame and it's just, it's like, I don't know what he can do to get in. Because to me, I feel like this. I've heard a lot of people said that Zach Taylor was a borderline Hall of Famer. He got in, and to me, if he gets in, Tuttle Jones should be a Hall of Fame because I felt like he had a more stellar career than Zach Taylor. That's just my opinion, guys. And I'll say this. I think one of the things, I don't know if this is true or not, that I've heard for years, that the reason why the Cowboys kind of got punished was because they were known as America's team. Of course, Pittsburgh Steelers were the team of the 70s, but I don't know if that had to do with the Hall of Fame voters or whatever. The players had nothing to do with that. But up until, you know, the time that I think the Cowboys had won the Super Bowl three times in four years, I think the Dallas Cowboys only had like five players in the Hall of Fame. Of course, it's gotten better since the three uh, Super Bowls in four years with Troy Aikman, Emma Smith, Michael Irvin, those guys. But I still think Tutal Jones should be in. I mean, you've got uh, Randy White. I think both Cliff Harris and Charlie Walters made the Hall of Fame. And the fact that Tutal is not in the Hall of Fame is a joke, guys. And I'll get off. Guys, y'all take care, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, Eric. Enjoy the, the Super Bowl. Um, look, we're not going to push back on that. We've, I know you've brought it up many times. And By the way, this was the year he's going to get in. This I mean, if there was a year to get in, it would have been this year because do you know how many guys were on defense? Lots. Yeah. yeah. But there was a backlog. Yeah. So, you know, they needed to you know address some of those issues there. Um, so uh, next year, the, the list is already out, and it's interesting. Uh, some of the guys that are popping up, uh, the leading the list is Antonio Gates and Julius Peppers uh, will be up for the first year. Joe uh, Thomas, first ballot. Hmm. Well... <sighs> Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm, uh, you know, okay. I'm fine yeah. with it. I mean, okay, sure. <laughs> I mean, I, mean I got nothing. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. So if 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 the class matches up, the amount of people, oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. Let's go down to Columbia. Nate is up next. Nate, welcome in. What's up, guys? So, uh, I, you know, I've listened to a lot of sports talk throughout the days, and. This morning, or yeah, this morning, I thought of a question that, I mean, I, I don't know the answer to it. I don't know if y'all will, but in the day and age of the transfer portal, with players like the caliber of Jalen Hurts, we all know he left Bama to go to Oklahoma. Both schools went to the championship game with Jalen Hurts. Do you think Saban has hard feelings toward Jalen Hurts and wouldn't contact him to give him support through 
going through the Super Bowl. No. No, I don't believe I don't believe that. I don't at believe all. that either. First of all, Jalen left on his own. Wasn't like I mean, he was pushed out, I get it. Tua took his job, but yeah. no, I don't first of all, if you've been around Jalen Hurts or you've heard him talk, uh, he's just not he's not he's a he's an incredibly uh likable guy. He's a he's a, he's everything you're looking for. Like he that was always my thing. I was like, he's going to wow them at the Combine. He's going to wow them in private interviews. I had big question marks coming out of college. Can he make the throws? Can he do more than just run in, in the NFL? Can he make the throws? But he's going to have all the intangibles you're looking for, like leadership and what you're yeah. looking for and makeup of a guy. Uh, Jalen Hurts is going to have that. So, no, I, I, would, I can't imagine that little Nicky would have any animosity toward Jalen Hurts at, at all. At all. For what? Now, he may have animosity toward Alabama. And I, I guess it could just be the who the coach is because I wonder if it was someone like uh, Lane Kiffin, if that, you know, if that kind of coach would have more animosity just because they, they hate the transfer portal and you know, guys are transferring every year, and I, I don't know. It was just a question I had. So. Well, yeah, we don't know the answer, but that's just our that's our thoughts. Yeah, I don't that's think our so opinions. I, the I the coaches understand so. how the system works at yeah. this point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, y'all, y'all enjoy the Super Bowl, guys. Yep. You too. Thank Thanks you. for the call. All right, we'll come back and wrap up the first hour of the McFarland Show. We'll do that next. Welcome to Smashville, home of your Nashville Predators. Join us at Bridgestone Arena Monday, February 13th for the Valentine's Day date game in your college night with Austin P. as your Nashville Predators take on the Arizona Coyotes. Purchase your college night tickets today at NashvillePredators.com slash college nights for a Preds and Austin P. co-branded hat. And don't miss the Thursday and Saturday games against the Boston Bruins and the Florida Panthers. For your tickets, go to NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. Let's go Preds! Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Today on Hey Culligan, reverse to reduce. Here's Bob. Hey Culligan, I love fresh water, but I got plastic bottles coming out. Whoa, Bob, you are not kidding about the bottles. But did you know Culligan's reverse osmosis and always-on drinking water systems provide fresh, clean, delicious drinking water and help reduce the equivalent of over 15 billion plastic bottles from landfills worldwide? Holy fresh, environmentally friendly drinking water. Am I right? Right, Bob. And we're already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test from a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. 
they say they'll get your biggest tax refund. Jackson Hewitt says your biggest tax refund guaranteed and a chance to double your tax refund. Thousands in weekly prizes during the Double Your Refund sweepstakes. Your biggest refund times two, twice the money. So forget about them. File your taxes on the double at Jackson Hewitt today. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Open to U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal tax return. Promotion ends 4223. Visit jacksonhewitt.com for rules. Golfers, tee it up at Edwin Watts Golf Shops with the new 2023 Aerojet Woods and Irons from Cobra Golf. The new Aerojet Woods are designed with a unique aerodynamic shape that delivers faster club head speeds for longer drives. And the new Aerojet Irons are made with hot face technology so every strike delivers more distance. Elevate your game by swinging into Edwin Watts Golf Shops and get custom fit on the new Cobra Woods and Irons today. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, unmatched expertise, unmatched service. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. The Grizzlies are a fun team. They're a really good team. They're playing extremely well. The Grizzlies have a reputation of getting under a lot of people's skin because they are a cocky, mouthy team. They're good. They back it up. But somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to be the heel of the NBA. And probably right. they're the heel right, right. now. And I think, I think they enjoy that role. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. Welcome back to the Strike and Spare Studios. You're listening to The McFarland Show with Darren McFarland and Fox 17's Justin McFarland. Lorenzo Neal will kick off the second hour of the program back here on The McFarland Show. Good stuff so far. Sure has. Great stuff. Good time. Seeing a lot of stuff that's coming out of Arizona. Of course, this is the busy, busy, busy Busy day on Radio Row. Mm-hmm. It's very hectic. I've done this many, many times over the years. It's a lot of work. No one's going to feel sorry for you. I get it. Yeah, You're covering the Super Bowl. You're on Radio Row. But it is, it's a lot of work. And at times, every year, I would be like, why did I sign up for this? <laughs> but when it's over, it's gratifying. It really yeah. is. Like when it's all you see all over, the people you talk to. Right. You realize yeah. what you did, yeah. and it's like, wow, that was like really cool. But there comes a point during the week, like your breaking point, where you're like, why did I sign? Like, I know the drill. Like, I why would I sign up for this again? Mm-hmm. Why would I agree to do this? Yeah. It's too much work. Deal with the egos and it's all the other stuff. Running yeah, people yeah. down, tracking them down, trying to make it work. Yeah. You're dealing with all these handlers. Oh, yeah. People that, you know, are, are you know, they're pumping up. You know, they're, just, you know, they're repping. Oh, yeah. They got to rep their thing. Oh, yeah. Or, or they got to get this, this or that or what. You know, but you know that going I know, in. I, I mean, know, so you got to let them get the spiel. But you got to get all the info, right? Oh, what yeah. Are they yeah, yeah, yeah. What they got to talk about? What? So I, I heard um, Matt Hasselbeck on. I saw him on one of the national shows, and he was, you know, talking about um, shoulder pads. The okay. New, the new show. You know, the equipment is a big deal. Sure. In football, constantly changing and evolving for the better. Yeah. To help, uh, but yeah, no, it's everybody's got something. It's a grind. It's <laughs> Friday is chaos, but yeah. man. You get an opportunity to really – I mean, I've interviewed some really, really cool people over the years. You, like, you get to see football royalty oh man. right there up close and in person. Like when Barry Sanders sits down at your Jeez. table Jeez. and you're sitting there talking one-on-one with Jeez. Barry Sanders. Jeez. Like it doesn't get any better than that. Yeah. 
No, it, it, it's yeah. it's real. Like the whole experience, and I've you know full disclosure only went to one. I only went to the one uh, Titan Super Bowl down there in Atlanta at the old Georgia Dome. But the whole thing about it is, once you get past a certain point, like with the media, once you get into the media area where you get other people walking around, it is truly like. I would imagine like being on the red carpet at the Oscars because random people will just walk by you like Kevin Green, like Lynn Swan, like LO Cool J. Mm -hmm. They will just walk past you like 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 you're in the airport or something like this is not a big deal that they're and you're just like, who did I just see? Who did I just run into? trying to get a drink of water? Who did I, you know, see in the bathroom? I mean, it's just a whole week of that. Yep. And, you know, it's really, really an unbelievable uh, kind of experience and a lot of stories behind the scenes and all that other stuff, too. And then you get the opportunity sometimes to, you know, interview people in other, either other sports yes. or other genres like actors, musicians. Yeah. It's cool. It's off season for baseball. They haven't gotten going yet, so some of the baseball stars will come by. Rob you, you Snyder. Never I'll never the forget actors, that interview. Oh, yeah. Like, I, uh, there were tons of people. Standing around the table when I was interviewing Rob Snyder, it was he was hilarious. I think he was probably still a little tipsy from the night before. What? Yeah, it was an it was an AM Rob Snyder. Yeah, it was oh. an AM interview. That shocks me. Except but, not really. But we got through it. It was funny <laughs> and scary all at the same time. Yes. All right, we'll come back. We'll begin the second hour with Low Neil. We do that next here on the McFarland Show. ABC News. I'm Michelle Franzen. An FBI search for possible classified material is underway at the Indiana home of former Vice President Mike Pence. Sources told ABC News it's a consensual search and comes after documents with classified markings were found there last month. Pence has also received a subpoena in a second case by a special counsel investigating former President Trump's efforts to overturn the 2020 presidential election that led to the January 6th attack. ABC's Pierre Thomas has details. Pence's attorneys have been negotiating with federal prosecutors for months as they sought his testimony. And we don't know if he might try to invoke executive privilege. But clearly this marks an escalation in the special counsel's investigation. President Biden at the White House meeting with a bipartisan group of governors today. He commended them for working together and says Congress needs to do the same to raise the debt ceiling. I believe we can be fiscally responsible without threatening our country or dealing with any chaos. Republican Governor Spencer Cox from Utah was there and vice chair of the National Governors Association. He called the meeting productive. We talked about the fentanyl crisis, uh, the immigration crisis at the border and uh, the, the energy energy crisis that we've been facing. The number of people killed in Monday's earthquake is staggering. Nearly 23,000 now in Turkey and Syria. After five days of searching, crews are still digging through the rubble for survivors. ABC's Ian Panel is at a camp for those displaced by the disaster in Adana, Turkey. Conditions are really hard. We're seeing extended families, sometimes 10 or more people living inside one of these tents. Uh, obviously, they're cold at night. One woman described the effect in particular on the children. She said, when I put a blanket over my kids at night, they suddenly wake up 
in shock, thinking it's an earthquake. She said they're totally traumatized by the experience that they've gone through. The United Nation estimates there are more than 5 million displaced in Turkey and Syria. You're listening to ABC News. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Are you looking for a trusted partner who knows AT&T business inside and out? ABS Communications is an organization built on the premise that telecom solutions and working with companies like AT&T can often be complicated and the customer needs someone to help them navigate through these complexities. They make complex simple. Whether it's helping maintain, manage, or secure your business, ABS Communications is here to help all your business telecom and mobility needs. Their business was built with the goal of simplifying the process of connectivity for the customer and establishing a long long-term relationship of trust through transparency and accountability. ABS Communications is a top five AT&T authorized agent with over 200 years of AT&T technical experience. You can call Mark and the gang at 615-349-8588 or you can visit their website at abscomcomm.net. And remember, mention the McFarland Show to ABS and you could get up to $250 in a Visa gift card for new ABS business customers. It's about to go off. Live from the WNSR Strike and Spare Studios. Just a bit outside. Now back to the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Show me the money! Call now at 615-844-5600. Alrighty then. Now the McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin. Second hour, McFarland Show rolling along here on this Friday afternoon. Another gorgeous day here in Middle Tennessee. It is unseasonably warm outside. But that's about to go away. Next weekend. A little bit. Yeah. We got some other stuff coming in the middle of next week for us. Well, it's supposed to get really warm and then tail off. That's not good, though. Yeah. It's going to get really warm. And what I'm saying is there's a thunderstorm or a severe weather event that's possible for the middle of next week. That they're already starting to talk about a little bit. So, we'll see. Yeah. Mid, mid next week. So, we'll see how that all plays out. So, yeah. we got a lot of stuff to get into as we sit here on the Friday before the Super Bowl. I was trying to think of we're, we're efforting low Neal. So, um, no problem. Don't know if he's in San Fran, if he's in Arizona. Don't know. And cell phone connections. You know, it could be tough at times. It's Usually, you have to plan for this stuff. Well, in advance, you know, going to the Super Bowl, so maybe they thought, hey, we'll be there, right? The 49ers wrong, yeah, will be there. Uh, time zone. Yeah, because he's working in San Francisco. Time zone issues, yeah. Um, but <laughs> it'll be okay. I don't know. You were mentioning in the last hour, Darren, about the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame uh, being announced and all the defensive players uh, that ended up getting in. Uh, and there was quite a few. Uh, Rondé Barber uh, was among them who – to be honest, I was very on the fence about as far as uh, him being a pro football uh, Hall of Famer, but uh, obviously a member of the of the Tampa defense from uh, the 2002 uh, season that won a Super Bowl. So uh, very interesting that he would get in. Uh, Zach Thomas, who I thought should have been in a long time ago myself, great linebacker. Uh, Darrell Revis gets in, mm-hmm. and that is interesting yeah. uh, because he had – 
a string of really great seasons with mm-hmm. the Jets, but some people question if he had the long-term, um, you know, ability there, the, the enough years under him to have a great career. So that that is a that's a that's a big big question with him. Uh, other people who got in uh, include uh, Don Coriel, who of course was the uh, head coach for the uh, San Diego Chargers with Dan Fouts and Kellen Winslow and company, uh, engineered some of those great offenses back in the uh, 1970s and 80s. Uh, And then a few other folks, uh, Darren mentioned Joe Thomas, the left tackle uh, for the Cleveland Browns, who played 10 seasons, but they were 10 stellar seasons, uh, and they ended up uh, getting into the Hall of Fame there as well. So um, interesting class, a very interesting class. Well, when you have... When you have a name, a nickname attached to you, right? Revis Island. Yeah. That always helps. That helps. Right? It's promotion. Yeah. People know you because we, everybody knew about Revis Island, right? Yeah. So that helps. I I don't have a problem with it. You don't have a problem with Drew Revis? No. Okay. No. I can't say I have a problem with any of them, honestly. Rondé Barber is eh. But, I mean, he was a member of a great defense. And there was other, let's see. There's at least two to three other Hall of Famers on that same defense. Warren Sapp, John Lynch, uh, and who am I missing? The linebacker uh, for those uh, 2002 Bucks, uh, Derek Brooks. Derek Brooks. So he's the fourth member of that mm-hmm. defense now to go to the Hall of Fame. That is that is interesting. They, they may have more Hall of Famers than the 2000 Ravens did. You know, you've heard me mention this. Our next guest, I, I believe, should be in. I don't care what position he played. Yeah, I, he's got a case now. Hey, look, he played it. That position is takes up a roster spot. They get paid, and I think he should be in Canton. I'm very biased, but I believe his body of work is 100% good enough. And Low Neal now joins us here on the program. 95-7, the game out in San Francisco. He played in the league for a very, very long time. Now he joins us here on the McFarland Show here in Nashville. Lorenzo, how you doing? Hey, I'm great, guys. How we doing? Oh, we're doing fantastic. I, I, I truly mean that. Um, again, fullbacks, your position doesn't get any love in the league. I think it's wrong, but I think you were a Hall of Fame uh, fullback because you paved the way for a lot of running backs to have a lot of successful years, including our man Eddie here in Nashville. Well, I thank you so much for the high praise. I really appreciate it. And I know when Ray Guy got in, I thought that opened up the door. You saw now kickers and field goal kickers getting in the Hall of Fame. Now, truly, it's not truly until they let, you know, more of the fullbacks, those type of guys get in. I look at certain guys, guys, and I think it's not just me, but I think a guy about a guy by the name of Larry Sinners caught over mm-hmm. 100 passes. Remember in Arizona oh, yeah. Cardinals, what Larry Sinners meant for the fullback position as far as just a receiving fullback. You look at another guy, you're talking about just a running fullback that should have been, should be in. You look at Mike Allstock. Mm-hmm. You look at what he brought as a physical running type of fullback. He makes a case. Look at Moose Johnson, what he did for Emmett and how mm-hmm. was the lead blocker that he was. So I think that there's guys out there, you know, Tony Richardson, Sam Gash. There's guys that definitely that should be mentioned or talk about Hall of Fame. But in my opinion, guys, without a doubt, there should be a fullback uh, to, to, to reach the Hall of Fame, no question. That O-line gets all the credit, though, in Dallas with Emmitt Smith, uh, Lorenzo, as you well know. Uh, the Moose sure. Johnson doesn't get talked about. More people know Moose now for his broadcast 
uh, than they do for his actual play when you know he won all those Super Bowls. Absolutely, you're absolutely right. He had those guys there, and you you know those offensive line that he had. Let's 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 not be remiss. Those guys exactly. They were definitely road 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 graders and plowers and moving moving the moving moving the sticks for him. So Emmitt did have an awesome line, but I think Moose he, he did a hell of a job as well. So what do we have, Lorenzo? What do we have, Lowe and Rand Carthon? Well, who's coming to Nashville to be the new GM? <sighs> you know, when you think about Carthon, you think about who he is. His father coached me, believe it or not, when I was with the Saints. You know, Maurice Carthon mm. was a running back. You know, so you know, you look at what he did for San Francisco. I think John Lynch does a great job of bringing in some of these guys. You look at also a Shannon Hand is. So you think about Martin, when you think about Carthons, what he is, you think about Maurice, his father, you know that you're going to get a guy that's disciplined. You're going to get a guy that's going to be committed to winning football games. He's going to try to turn this program around, which I think it already has a good coach. But I think now you're going to get a guy that's in that Bill Parcells tree that is, you know, where, where his father, you know, that came from that tree. And you're talking about a, a guy that's kind of in that same type of mold. When you think about your head coach, what he came from. You think about Parcells. You think about the head coach where he played over in New England. With, you know, so now think about what you got. I think you're going to have a tighter, a tighter niche organization. And I think what Maurice will do, I think what he's going to do is definitely bring in more talent. And right now, you guys got talent, but I think a position that's going to have to be addressed that no people don't want to talk about it is probably that position called quarterback. Yeah, yeah. And that everybody wants to know. So let's just go on and ask it. You're out there. I mean, is, is Trey Lance the guy? I mean, I know the body of work is so small, but do they believe they did? They gave up a lot, as you know, to get him. Is he the guy? It's going to be interesting to see what happens because, guys, I'm hearing all kinds of things. I've heard Jimmy G maybe to you look what happened to the Houston Texans. They bring in another Niner coach. Is Jimmy G going there? We're hearing about, hey, is Trey going to be traded to maybe to Tennessee? Is it, What's going to happen with the body work? But I'm going to tell you guys right now, in my opinion, now look, this is just me speculation. This is no inside. You know, John Lynch and I are great friends, but he's not telling me this. I don't think Trey Lance is going anywhere. I think when you look at what's going on, when you think about what you had, and, you know, the kid played great, you know, Purdy. I thought Brock Purdy from, you know, Iowa, this guy went out there and balled his butt off. I think he's earned the right to compete. But, guys, this organization can't go with these two guys and think that you're okay right now, especially if a guy's going to have Tommy John surgery on the elbow, a throwing, throwing arm. You look at Trey Lance, his body worked, like you said, it wasn't more successful than what you saw at a Brock Purdy. But you still have a guy – that can play and play at a high level. So I'd be disapp- I would be, I'd be remiss if I think that uh, I, I don't think that the Niners are going to move away from Trey, and I don't think it would be a wise move to move away because let's face it, guys, you still have Brock Purdy on a rookie deal. This guy's in his first year, so for the next three years, the guy's making peanuts. I think the Niners are going to have to look at it and say, hey, do we give this guy another million, couple million bucks because of what he did? Because the money that he's making now. He's outplayed that. We all know that. Yeah, everybody here is excited, and you everything you hear about Rand is obviously very positive. He kicked butt in the opening press conference. But I think everybody's excited because of what you've seen working out there and we're seeing from afar. It seems like the 49ers organization has been getting a whole lot right, whether it's through the draft whether it's through free agency, whether it's through trades. They seem to be making all the right moves where here, 
you know, we unfortunately have been talking a lot about some really, really bad draft picks, some really bad free agent signings. And so I think that's also what has people excited. Can he bring some of that knowledge from what the 49ers were doing and bring that here? And you know what he's going to do, guys? That's a great point. Here's the thing. what People are creatures of habit. You're going to bring in a guy that's already had success. And you know what? You look at the free agents that's on the San Francisco 49ers. How many of those guys are going to go to Tennessee now? Because they're going to be familiar. You look at guys that's in Seattle and think about those free agents. You also look at guys with the Rams. Think about the different individuals that this guy's had opportunity to see up close and personal that's going to reach out and he's seen them because he's played against them, went against those guys, you know, when you're against the Niners as a GM, you know, as John Wrench's right-hand man. So you're going to have a guy that understands NFC West better than anyone. And so the free agents and the guys that are going to be up, Tennessee's going to have a great shot at getting them. Do you remember a teammate by the name of Chris Sanders? Absolutely. What a great guy. Great man. Great person. Well, hold on. Hold He's on, always- Low. Don't don't prop him up too much yet. So I no. want you to hear what he said about you. We'll play it, and then we'll let you respond after that. Okay. So here's what Chris Sanders. He was talking about. Well, I'll just let him. I'll just let him go. Just let you hear. It's about thirty seconds. At fullback, was he not a beast at fullback? What, let me tell you something. One of the nicest, meanest guys you ever yes. you ever uh, play against. And this is this is how he is. I remember we were playing against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And uh, uh, one of the linebackers gave a cheap shot on Eddie George, and Eddie George was limping back to the huddle. You know how you know how Lorenzo is. He's like he's a real big guy, no neck, but he had a high voice. He's like Eddie, it's okay. Just follow me. They're not going to do that again. <laughs> Run the same play. Ran the same play. Bow, bow, bow. Hit the dude in the mouth. Touchdown. He runs up to the linebacker. He says, "I told you I was going to get you. I told you I was going to get you." <laughs> What do you think about that low? Do you remember? Do you know what he's talking about? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, my goodness. Chris and those guys, I tell you, they got me fired up. They should love No, go blame Bishop, Mark Rob, all those guys. But Chris Sanders said, what a treat to play with. I remember that. That's awesome. Oh, I love that clip. He, <laughs> he, in all seriousness, he, had, he obviously said a lot of nice, nice things about you. Because, again, if anybody who's spending time around you, that's that's what they would say, but th- we just thought we'd have play that for you. We had a little fun, and uh, yeah. see if you remembered that. Absolutely, guys. I, I tell you what, it's always great coming on any Nashville station. I tell you, the Tennessee's an awesome place. It's a great place for family. Just a good place. And I mean, tell you, you guys been a part of you know some big moments, and I mean, me being a part of the Music City Miracle, and just being on that Titans team for my two years, and just the men and the people that I met in that community. It's not the team. It's the people that make up that community. So it's a great place. I appreciate guys when you guys reach out to me to come on and talk some X's and O's. I really enjoy it, and I want nothing but the best for the Titans and the wonderful people in Nashville. So i got to ask you very quickly, sir, and that is about uh, what a lot of young men in Arizona are about to face uh, coming up here in the next few days. They're about to play one of the biggest football games of their entire lives. Uh, how do you – how were you leading up to that? Uh, you know, a couple of days or the days or hours before the Super Bowl. Well, I tell you, you're excited. You know, you're a grown man playing a kids' game, getting the king's ransom. But all that being said, you're always looking for saying, "Am I good enough? 
how do you measure yourself? You look at every great person. They want to know, did they make it to the Super Bowl? Did they win a Super Bowl? Tom Brady's arguably, they say, the greatest now because of all the rings that he has. Yes, it takes teammates from other guys. They helped a part of it. But I'm telling you, you're measured. Look at great Eddie George, never won a Super Bowl. Great LaDainian Thompson, Hall of Famer, first ballot, never won a Super Bowl. Look at Dan Fouts. All these great guys never won it. So I'm telling you, you, you have a Philadelphia team that some of these guys have never won. You look at Kansas City, some of these guys on the team has never won, even though they've gotten one Super Bowl in the last four years. This is a team, and both these teams, there's guys on this team that take for granted and understand you'll never, there's an opportunity that you may not never get back there again. I've played for 17 years, you know, 16 credited seasons, and only been to one. So it doesn't matter how good you is, it takes a team around you. So guys are savoring this moment. This Friday is about making sure the dress rehearsal. Friday, you know, two-minute drill, short yardage, goal line. You get it all in, and it's like, okay, Friday's the haze in the bound, haze in the barn, because Saturday is just a walkthrough, and you go through, you walk through, special teams meeting. I'm telling you, today is the last day of, you know, that, okay, ask all the questions, get it done. After the day, guys, the haze in the barn, the game plan's all in, short yardage, goal line, two minutes today, and it's about, man, honing in. I'm telling you, guys are starting to get those nerves. You're starting to understand you're, you know, 48 hours away from playing in the biggest game, in the biggest stage, and what, over $20 billion or two, over a billion dollars have bet on this game already, This one of the largest amount of money that's coming in any Super Bowl. So guys understand what's at stake. And I'm telling you, Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles, this is a great matchup. I know people, you know, give Philadelphia the edge. I'm not, guys. I look at Philadelphia, and I think about the Giants. The Giants are a team that, you look at it, they didn't have necessarily a set plan. It was scramble, things happened, broken plays, and they were able to beat Minnesota. So it's a team that came into the playoffs. But were they really a great team? And then you think about who Philadelphia played next, the Niners, who was a great team. But that's like telling you guys, hey, let's race. I'm going to race you from California to, 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 to Tennessee but I'm flying in the plane, and you're driving a car, the fastest car in the world. The plane's winning. When the, ten- when the Niners lost their quarterback in the first quarter, first two minutes, they didn't have a chance. So I don't think Philadelphia has been game-tested and battle-tested like the Kansas City Chiefs. You look mm-hmm. at Jacksonville. They were on a roll. Jacksonville won seven straight, whatever it might have been. And then you look at the Cincinnati Bengals, what type of role they were on and what type of team they have been. So if you think about battle-tested in the playoffs, I would give Kansas City a huge edge, and that's why I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. I think Kansas City wins this game because I think they've been more battle-tested and the, and the quarterback has been in this situation before. Last but not least for me, Lorenzo, and that is we talk a lot about how front offices approach free agency and the draft and things like that, and we always talk about it from the GM's perspective and what would you do and all that kind of stuff. You have played for seven teams, sir. How did you approach free agency as a player? Did you ever get a couple of phone calls from teams? You said, yeah, I'm not asking you to call anybody's name, obviously, Lorenzo. I'm just saying did you get a phone call from a team, and you said, I'm not going out there. I'm not playing for them. How did you approach free agency as a player? Yeah, you know, for me, guys, it's about where's the most opportunity? If you go to a place and you know that, hey, look, they got 15 15- great receivers if you're coming up with jerry rice why would you go there to be the number two or three or four so if you're a free agent you have to understand where you're where you're at i had an opportunity guys believe it or not growing up my favorite team in the world when i was a kid because i'm from california was the chargers dan falk kellen winslow chuck muncie charlie jordan west chandler i mean i absolutely loved don Coryell football loved it 
And when I got drafted to the Saints and never, you know, and then, you know, playing Tennessee, playing in different places, I had an opportunity when I was a free agent, you know, left the Saints. And I had a chance to go ahead between the Jets, between the Chargers. And I was thinking about going to the Chargers. Uh, Natron Mean was the back there. Mm. But they only ran 10% of two backs, less than 10%, like five. So trust me. So when I looked at the situation, it was like my heart was like, man, I get to live my childhood dream. Let me go to the Chargers. But it wasn't the right time. So, guys, I foregone more money. I could have mm. went to the Chargers, but I said, no, I'm not going there. I wanted to go to a team, so I went to the Jets where they ran more two back, and I understood I was going to have more opportunity, and it worked out well for me. So when you're a free agent, you can't just look at, oh, my goodness, we're all, more money and all this. you got to look at the setting for you. You have to take into account and consideration, is this best for me? as a player and my opportunity for me and my family. Mm, great story. Don Coriel, by the way, down going to Canton. Going so to Canton. Good timing on that story. I'd be remiss if we didn't finish up, Lorenzo, with asking you. We got into this hot and heavy with, with Chris Sanders, but I don't, I'm not trying to bring this down, but oh. you were on that team too, and I just got to get you. Have you seen the 30 for 30 Bullies of Baltimore? No. Uh, Sorry, I know. No. Okay. I know. <laughs> I yeah. said No. You know what? You know what, guys. On, on that particular, it, here's the deal. It, it comes down to, and here's, and we know, and let's be real. Baltimore Ravens. We knew that was going to be the Super Bowl. Whoever won that game was going to win the Super Bowl. Yep. And here's the thing. It wasn't about them outplaying us. Trent Dilfer didn't even have a hundred yards throwing the ball. He had sharp, Shannon Sharp caught that one tight end play and had that big, huge play, and that changed the game. But let's be real. What happened? If Aldo Greco missed, we missed a thirty-yard chip yard field goal that usually makes. That's a ten-point swing. We got field goal blocked. So if you think about what happened, if, the, if you know, an Al's Mr. Consistent, those things doesn't happen in that game, and it happens. And you know what? Baltimore Ravens, are we talking about Baltimore the same way? And if it comes down to a guy who's been Mr. Reliable in kicks, if that doesn't happen, we win that game, guys. No, we you're you're 100%. Both of us have covered. We're, we're covering you, so trust me. We we know and agree. We were both at the game. Yeah, no, we, we were at know, the game, you know, so we, yeah. we got it. Uh, I asked. I know. <laughs> I asked Chris. I, you had to ask it. I asked Chris if that was the best defense he ever faced as a player. He said the '95 Steelers were. What would be your answer? You played for a long time and you saw a lot of nasty defenses. What was the toughest defense you ever came up against? Yeah, the Steelers, man, those guys, I, I'm telling you, playing against the Steelers, when you think about who they had, I mean, playing against 99 and Green and all the guys that they've had, I played against some good defenses. Baltimore, you know, even though they they, they beat us, uh, it was a good defense, guys. It was a good defense. It was a great defense. And and so, statistically, you would have to say that was one of the best defense. But I also played in Tampa Bay where you had Brooks and Hardware, Hardy Nickerson, mm-hmm. Warren Sapp, mm-hmm. Ron- Rondé Barber, John Lynch. I'm telling you, now, John Lynch wasn't a ball hog like Ed Reed, let's be honest. But let me tell you something, Ed Reed couldn't hit like John Lynch. So what do you take? So, of course, Ed Reed was game changer, and I'm not trying to, you know, but I think that you can make a case that I played on some pretty good teams and some pretty good defense. And I'm going to tell you right now, for one year, you just look at it. Now, if you talk about consistency, consistency, you would talk about Baltimore. But let me tell you something. You get that Tennessee Titans defense, and you compare it stat-wise, it was whatever that those two years. It was hand in hand. It wasn't like some onslaught for 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 Baltimore. We the freak and the players that this Baltimore the, the Titans had too. So yes, I would give the edge probably to Baltimore if you're talking about just with the consistency, how long those guys were together. But you guys asked me you know, 52. 
I had 41 reasons why 52 didn't want none of this. Ray knew I had his number two now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> you can't get along, guys. Well, you might as well get it on. <laughs> and on Sunday, on Sunday, you guys know I came to do two things on Sunday, and that was chew bubble gum and kick ass. And on Sundays, I was fresh out of bubble gum. Perfect way to end it. Woo! <laughs> Low, always. I love it. Man, I'm ready to run through the wall. Oh, my gosh. As long as Lorenzo now on the other side, I'm good. He's got to lead the way. I can run through the – yeah, Lorenzo first, then I'm right behind. We got to do it again, guys. We'll do it again. Hey, thanks Thanks, for doing this. Always a pleasure. Lorenzo Neal, man. What a treat. 52 got 41 reasons. What a treat. 95-7 the game out in San Francisco. We'll come back. We're wide open the rest of the hour. 615-844-5600. Man, this Friday show, rolling along. (laughs) McFarland Show, Nashville Sports Radio. When you're away from home and you want down-home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash, or a cast iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City. And of course, the world-famous Biscuit Bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down-home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Ad paid for by Anthem Tax Services. Attention, if you or your business is behind in filing your tax returns or if you owe over $10,000 in back taxes to the IRS, please listen carefully. The IRS does not joke around and will not stop their collection efforts. If you're tired of the IRS letters, levies, liens, or wage garnishments and would like to get a fresh start, we can help. Due to the financial hardships in the country, the IRS is making it easier than ever to settle tax problems for those who owe more than $10,000. We can help settle your delinquent tax problems and all collections and may even reduce your back taxes significantly. Even if you can't afford to pay your back taxes, you can still get the help you need. We've helped thousands of taxpayers just like you, but you must call 800-240-4917 today to stop your tax problem from getting worse. The information is free and the help is real. Call 800-240-4917. That's 800-240-4917. Again, 800-240-4917. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4 slash joy. At Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash joy. That's 4 slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. 
What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dream. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Staunch Titans fan, season ticket holder, Tim yep. Kelly is OC. Your reaction? Oh, I hate that so much. <laughs> oh, I hate that so Well, all right. Some more uh, tight end bubble screens, right? This sucks, man. Yeah, this is live reaction, dude. I had no idea. Yeah, trash, man. I hate it. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The McFarland Show. Video streaming live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube from the Strike and Spare studio. Man, great stories. Oh, man. Chris Sanders, Lorenzo Neal. Good stuff. Really is. Should make uh, the, the final push here in the final 30 minutes. Pretty easy. A lot of fun. All right, we got plenty of time to take your phone calls as well. 615-844-5600. We're live here in the Strike and Spare Family Fund Center studio here on this Friday afternoon. You can watch us every day on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Let's go over to Antioch. Bob is standing by. Bob, what's up? Good afternoon, guys. Um, Hopefully we won't have to worry about this, but what do you think will happen or would happen if the uh, Predators lose tomorrow and Monday against Arizona. Do you think uh, that that would cause any sort of, uh, uh, you know, movements over there? Uh, What do you think? Hopefully they'll get the four points, but worst-case scenario. Well, obviously that would not be good considering the start. Uh, You know, Tuesday night was not a good game. I was there. um, Got off to a great start, and after the DeShane goal, Unfortunately, Vegas dominated the rest of the game. Uh, that was about 50, you know, that's about 54 minutes <laughs> they yeah. dominated. Um, so, you know, is Philadelphia having a great year? No, they're not having a great year. Can you win that game? Sure. Should you win that game or at least come away with a point? Yeah, you should. And then Monday night against Arizona, you're you're honoring P.K. Subban. Uh, you know, bottom line is Arizona uh, at home is a, is a team you have to find a way to get two points, period, bottom line. You have to. Bob, I'm curious, what kind of change are you hinting towards here, sir? I, I just want to be clear about what we're speaking of. Um, something drastic like, you know, coaching. Uh, I don't think it'll be GM. And I want to uh, emphasize I don't, uh, I don't necessarily think I'm not necessarily in favor of either one of those moves, but, uh, you know, I just, with so much restlessness among the fan base, yeah. you know, whatnot. Yeah. I no, it's a, it's a fair question, Bob. It is. You don't it have is. to be rooting for it to be a, you're, you're a knowledgeable sports fan. You know how this works. I mean, look, it's a results business, you know, and if you're not getting the results, especially over a certain period of time, I mean, you know, it's, that's just how it works in professional sports. So, your question is more than fair. And you're right. The fan base is restless. It is. 
And have, have you looked at the schedule after these next two games? Yeah, it's, it's brutal. It's brutal. It's absolutely brutal. Oh, by the way, the Boston Bruins are after Arizona. They're, yeah. like, historically good this year. Yeah, yeah I mean, but they – you can't be scared of the competition, you know. The, and I'm not saying they're scared. I understand, but the the schedule. These are other professional hockey teams, and you, if you have one as well, you got to go play these guys. I mean, it's been 25 years. You know, we got to. You know, you want this team to win a cup at some point. They're gonna go compete against the other best teams in the National Hockey League, one way or the other. So no, they can't play cupcakes all the way into the playoffs. They're gonna have to go beat some folks. So you oh, know, I agree. You know, it, they'll bring. I say bring them on. Uh, you know, honestly, you know, bring them because you want to find out what you got. And if what you got isn't good enough, you might as well find out now so you can make the appropriate changes coming up here in the off season. I, for one, Bob, and again, I'm not as deep into this as Darren is, obviously, but as a Nashvilleian, as someone who's also watched this team for 25 years, I don't see how removing the coach at this point in the season is going to help you. If anything, it just seems like a sacrifice to the fans. And, you know, do you really want to go that route? I mean, is that how you really want to run the organization where you're sacrificing your head coach to the fans because they're restless? I, I, you know, I, I don't know about that, sir. Oh, I, I completely agree with you on that. If they, but you know, if they do stumble these games, then that makes the ones after that really, uh, I don't know, that, you think that puts them in a fragile mindset going into those, you know, into those games? Uh yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. So I've, got, I've got one more one more question. When is is the trade deadline? March the third. It is. Yes. So if they, how close do you think that they have to be if they're not in the playoffs? How close do you have to think they have to be to uh, not be sellers? Do you think they have to be about where they where they are now? Mm. Or do you think it's a big big question, oh, Bob? We've been asking that question, Bob, for about a month, trying to figure it out. Here's the here's the point where in trying to figure out what the deadline is going to be like obviously huge trade yesterday with Tarasenko going to the Rangers so clearly I think St. Louis is is punting on this season um what what would you sell I mean what realistically that's right right? that's that's the thing right what are you realistically going to sell you know maybe and I'm not for this maybe Ekholm you know his name is always thrown out there um but you, because of those long-term contracts there's not much you can move yeah a lot of teams are up against the cap they don't have a lot of wiggle room when it comes to money and so a lot of teams who would love to make a move don't have the cap space to make a trade for somebody who's got a sizable contract and i'm sure you've seen those some, on some of those uh posts that some people say, hey, they need to trade Saros. I, that would be the last That'll thing I would happen. do. No, it's not happening. Not happening. Be the last waste thing waste well, of time. That, let's hope they get four and uh, we don't have to worry about it. Yep, that's right, Bob. Thank you for the phone call as always. Yeah, talking about trading Saros is just, again, wasting no, no, oxygen. No, no, you can't, you can't do that. You can't oxygen. do that. We're, we're wasting good oxygen. That's not happening. No. It's no. not happening. Let's go to Tony in Nolansville. Tony, you are up next. Welcome in. Good afternoon, guys. Darren, you remember in Trading Places, you and Justin, when uh, they were conned at the very end and Mortimer starts hollering, sale, sale, sale. (laughs) That's what the Preds are going to be doing. 
when it gets near a deadline. <laughs> oh boy. Well, let's let's hope not. But could happen. Look, they All got right. a, they got some tough games, so it's going to be you know it's not going to be tiptoeing through the tulips to the to the trade deadline. That's true. You're right about that. Um, guys, two great interviews with Chris and uh, Low Daddy. Little story I want to tell you about Low Daddy. I was coming home one day from work at the time I was driving the Trans Am. I come up on this sports car going down 65 South, and the license plate read Low Daddy. Well, we all, I knew who he was. We all knew who he was. I pulled up beside him, tried to get him. Did he want to test it down the interstate? He just laughed. He, he said, no. I said, were you too tired for practice? And he, he just shook his head, yes. That's but funny. that was, uh, I tell you what, he was a good guy. He Never is. Mm-hmm. He's a great I guy. I talked to him one time, and he feel, you feel like, You've known him, and he's known you for, you know, most of his life. Great guy. Great guy. Uh, you know, we talked but, about uh, it, Justin, about, you know, me stringing at the time, and if they won, you know, yeah, I'd go to the winning yeah. locker Low Daddy was one of my go-to guys. Oh, yeah. You know, because he, he, was, he was great right. about doing that. Right. Right. Yep. Guys, I'm going to touch on this and I get off of here. Uh, as, uh, you know, a week ago, we saw where the – Emerge or the addition of Oklahoma and Texas was going to be wasn't going to happen. Yeah, going to be delayed. Going to come, and now we have a hundred million dollar reasons uh, why they're coming quicker than anticipated. And I've I've just got to believe that the SEC wanting them as bad as they want them as quick as they can get them. I believe the SEC had to pay some of that money. I know Oklahoma's got it. I know Texas has got it. But I got to believe the SEC, knowing that those two are going to bring back either seventy or eighty million plus the numbers I've seen uh, last year or so, that don't tell me that I don't think that they didn't any up something to want them to come back, especially after just yesterday. Was it yesterday, Darren, that uh, the SEC is paying out right at fifty million per school? Did y'all see that? Uh, yeah. Fifty million. Uh, let's see. It's, Greg Sankey. Forty-nine point five million. Yesterday yeah, combined, a hundred million. Yeah. Yeah. Announced that um, seven hundred and twenty-one point eight million dollars was the revenue divided up among fourteen schools for the fiscal year of twenty twenty-one twenty-two. And you Hello. know when Texas coming. Bringing their TV station. Next thing it'll be a billion, right? Easily. You're right about that, buddy. You're right. Easily. All right, guys, I'm out of here. One last thing. Go Chiefs. Oh, okay. All right. There's there's Tony's pick. I like it. $721.8 million is what they divvied up. It's a business, man. (laughs) That's a whole lot of dough. It is. And when Oklahoma and Texas gets here, it's going to grow. That dough is going to grow. That dough is going to grow quite a bit. It's going gonna, it's gonna to bake and that dough is going to rise. <laughs> it, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's just what it is. <laughs> Let's go to Frank in Smyrna listening on 107.9. Oh, Frank. Frank, what's up? Hi, guys. Long time no talk. Yes, How we sir. doing? Welcome back to Smyrna. Yeah, I would. It, it's good to be back home and see my friends, and uh, it's going to be great to get back to Bridgestone Arena and see some Predators games. 
even though, uh, oh goodness, I, 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 we're not going to talk that Tuesday night. That that was uh, that that was pitiful. Uh, uh, just just good to get back here. Weather, well, it's not as cold as I feared anyway here. <laughs> so uh, we'll we'll just go from that, guys. I can't begin to tell you how good it was to see Vanderbilt finally, finally, and I be the University of Tennessee in men's basketball the other night. You guys probably realize it had been since 2017 in Knoxville the last time we'd even, even beat them. And, uh, you know, I for was a long-time Vandy fan who's not used to seeing the program that the shade has been in the last six years. It's just it's just a huge relief. There was no raucous celebration in my condo in Siesta Key, Florida the other night. I just gave my wife a hug and said, thank God they finally beat them. And I don't have to hear from my ball friends about how we, they owed us at Mets basketball anymore. The win that loses streaks over. It's now a one-game winning streak. So that's what I got there. Now, Vanderbilt, you know, they, they got a long way to go. I'm, I'm proud of how far they've come. And Liam Robbins is a difference maker, but – you know, what could be said, Tennessee gave that game to us. I, I'll, for, I'll forever wonder how the the Lawrence kid got so wide open in the corner down there. Darren, you'd have hit that shot. Justin, I know you'd have hit that shot. And guess what? I'd, I'd have hit the shot, too. That's how wide open he was. It was Memorial Jeff Magic from the 80s and 90s. And anybody that's lived here a long time know what I'm talking about. And that play was drawn up, too, and it worked. Yes. Yeah, the the uh, the, the uh, stack house. I mean, it's a. I give you credit for that. It uh, they've come a long way. I mean, they've got some good wins and a uh, few uh, few bad losses. And I don't know. They're they're a whole lot better. That's all I could ask as a longtime yep. fan. Yep. Uh, somebody grew up on Vanderbilt basketball because let's just face it, that's all we had here until the late nineties. That's all we had. Yep. So that's right. You know, but uh, hopefully the Preds will get get it going. Uh, you know, that's a brutal schedule they got coming up. Jeez, uh, there's there's no, no no breaks really, no rest for the weary. Uh, I, I will be interested to see what happens at the trade line deadline. You know, it's I was shocked to see the Blues tra- trade Tarasenko. What? Uh, I mean, maybe may just down there in Florida, I'm out of touch. But why? The world, are the Blues bailing on the season? I find yep. that hard to believe. Yep, no, they are. But t- well, I mean, that's what it's that's what it signifies. And in fairness, Frank, the the Tarasenko rumors have been swirling for a good, good while. Like it's this oh, is no secret. Okay. Yeah, this stuff has been out there. They just haven't pulled the trigger, and they because they kept playing well. And I've been writing them yeah. off for the last two seasons, and they. They kept having amazing regular seasons, and uh, so they wouldn't trade him. But this year, obviously, it's not going their way. I think they sit sixth in the Central. So they were like, okay, well, looks like we're not going to have a run in us, so maybe it's it, now it's time to make that move. Yeah, I really haven't. i got to admit, I know the Preds are about six points out of the final playoff spot. This is the time of year I start to really pay attention to the hockey stand. It's just, just to be honest, you know, so. Yeah. Fan from day one, of the Preds. I've figured out when when it's time to worry about standings and when it is at that. Uh, we're we're getting to that time. Uh, trade deadlines on my birthday. Maybe David Poyle will give me a nice present. Get the missing piece to the puzzle, so to speak, and we'll we'll uh, go. We'll uh, make the playoffs and get on a run or something like we did in 2017. I yeah. mean, 
I, I, I looked no further than that year thinking, okay, we're in. I don't know how long we're going to stay, but let's see what happens. That next thing I know, we're in the Stanley Cup Finals. I'm standing there with my eyes big as saucers. I've never seen anything like that before. So I'm like, if it could happen then, it could happen now. So well, that's the least that's they can do on your birthday, Frank. Fan. That's the least yeah, they can do on your birthday. Yeah, that's the eternal optimist diehard fan in me. And, uh, and guys, I hope I see you both, uh, uh, or either of you going to any of the Preds games next week. Uh, yep. Yep. Hope to run into you, right. Frank. Thank Thanks, you. Frank. All right, yeah. Ho- ho- hope I'll run into you guys. It would be great. All pleasure, gentlemen. Thank All right. you. Thank you, as always. We'll come back. More of the McFarland Show next. Hey, you know it's a leap year, right? No, the next leap year isn't until 2024. Nope, it's this year. I can prove it. Here, play this new instant game from the Tennessee Lottery. Uh, okay. <laughs> Woohoo! I won! See what you did there? I jumped up and down? No, that was a leap. Don't miss your chance to jump for joy this February with our newest instant games. You could win up to $5 million. The Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. And now, some big news from WINN. The new February instant games from the Tennessee Lottery have arrived. Now, for some bigger news, there are four new exciting games to choose from. And now, for our biggest news yet... You could win a top prize of $5 million. Make a break for fun today with February Instant Games, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. Realtors abide by a code of ethics. This is Article 9 in action. Beth, a first-time homebuyer, knew nothing about the home buying process, except that she wanted to buy a home. But her Realtor had the expertise to make sure Beth understood every document, even giving her copies to review with her lawyer so Beth could close on her first home with confidence. Complicated things explained in simple terms. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. Bundling car and renter's insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? Look for the signs. Chances are they live in a home and have a car. They use money and enjoy having more of it. They probably drink lots of lemonade. Mmm, lemonade. And they've probably said something suspicious like, I'm bundling with GEICO or stop spying on me with those binoculars. If so, you may want to ask them how easy it was to bundle with GEICO. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get A5 Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petite fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks where's the beef, you tell them Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now. And treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville. Bob's Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. 
The Jim Rome Show. I get a lot of vacation. I understand that. However, I don't take a lot of sick days. The, these things are not one and the same. That was not like I worked eight straight days or I worked Super Bowl Sunday. I think I'll give myself a day off. I earned it. And by the way, I could because I have those days. I pride myself in not taking sick days. I hate that. We usually grind through it. But honestly, it was the right thing. In that case, it was the right thing. The Jim Rome Show. Weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville's Sports Radio. You're listening to The McFarland Show live on WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Speaking of the Predators on that front, Mm -hmm. a prospect that I'm really high on. I really, really like him. His game. He's... But this is the image he's had. He's one of those disturbers. Okay. Okay. He's a guy that, you know, is not afraid to, to mix it up and get in your grill and get under get under your skin type of guy. Right? Okay. He's not like a, Brad Marchand. He's not an enforcer. No, 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 no. He's More a like, he's a talented player, but also a guy that's not afraid to constantly okay. All right. poke and prod. I understand. Okay. At least that's the that's the book on him coming out when the Predators drafted him. Okay. But I don't know if people have seen this or not, but uh, Zachary LaRue is his name. Mm. And he has been suspended indefinitely in the uh, Quebec Junior League. Mm. Uh, the disciplinary committee will take the weekend to review the evidence and announce its decision at a later date. But for now, he is suspended indefinitely. And the reports are out there. It's allegedly mm-hmm. that there was an altercation with a 16-year-old fan after a game the other day. Okay. So that's the that's 16? the allegation. That's the allegation. 16. Yeah. Not good. So just wanted to pass that along. Let's go up to Hendersonville. Bill is standing by. Bill, what's up? Hey, fellas. Wanted to take a moment and ask you guys something really quick. Uh, since you, since WNSR 560-959 has been kind of our home for the Atlanta Braves here locally, what's, what are they going to do in the booth on the TV side since Kerry has gone to St. Louis? It's a great question. I, yeah. I don't know. Have they announced? I, I, have, I have not, not heard s- a if word. If they have, I haven't seen it. Nope. Bill, we know that uh, Chip went to St. Louis, as you said, to be the – the guy uh, doing television for the Cardinals moving forward, play-by-play. Play. Right. So, I I don't know. We were informed of that. Yeah, we that talked about we, that on the we, show. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I have not seen what the Braves <laughs> are going to do. Hmm. Okay. Well, as soon as, I guess, if anything pops up, uh, you know, let I'll, us know. I'll tell you, you'll, you what you we'll do. have a great weekend. I'll tell you what we'll do, Bill. We'll go down to Atlanta next week, and we'll get on uh, – Chris Domino, who does their pre and post, we'll he get will him know. He, if, if I anybody you, will know, he will, he will know. know. So we'll ask him. Okay. Cool. I'll try to listen. I try to get that and listen to you guys then. All right. Thank you, Bill. It's a good question. Yeah. Uh, maybe Mike and Melrose knows. He might. He's up next. What's up? Well, I have heard a rumor that a George Plaster has put his name in the running. I'm sure he would have would be his dream job. I believe. Oh, I'm sure his name is probably – I'm sure he's put his name in the running, yes. But I haven't heard if he's hey, gotten uh, it. Uh, slight <laughs> correction to what uh, Frank said about a 
Vanderbilt basketball being the only thing we had, which I was there many of those games. But uh, and I got about twenty twenty five scrapbooks right behind me right now. We had the Nashville Sound since seventy eight, and they gave us a lot of a lot of great players, a couple championships, a lot of memories, a lot of memories at Old Greer Stadium. Um, I'm being told through a text from um, a diehard Braves fan, buddy of mine, who says Tom Hart, which that does make sense, or Ben Ingram will uh, probably take over the Braves TV broadcast. I wouldn't be surprised if Tom Hart doesn't get it. I know Tom Hart. I don't know Ben Ingram. He's from Atlanta, and he's, he lives in Atlanta. So. Okay. And Tom Hart used to do stuff, I think, before all the SEC network and yeah. ESPN stuff. I've, I've heard Tom them. Hart and his work. I'm not yeah. sure with Ben Ingram. So I wouldn't but. be – yeah, I don't know anything about him, but okay. I wouldn't be surprised if Tom Hart isn't in, right in the middle of all that. Yeah. So. And, and, Mike, yes, I've been to Greer Stadium many times uh, during the, the – especially early 90s when we moved here and had a lot of great times and great nights there. Uh, so you're right. Uh, we didn't have a professional baseball team here uh, on the minor league level with the sounds, and it brought a lot of major leaguers through, and it was a it was a great and fun time for sure. Yeah, and we had there was some guy that played here named Mahomes. I think maybe you've heard of his son. Uh, yeah, because you're saying uh, his dad. So his dad did play here. Yeah, and I can't. I think it was with the sounds. If not, it was when we had the express. But I, okay, I think I've seen uh, a, a the baseball express. card. When he was with the – hey, last thing, how, what's the update on how Aaron Rodgers is doing in his uh, dark out retreat? Well, I don't know. He hasn't let us know anything it's because it's dark. It's he, dark. He's, <laughs> he keeps hit, missing the send button. It's dark. He'll uh, let us know when, you know, the light comes. Are they going to be waiting around to see if he sees his shadow or not? <laughs> they might be. <laughs> Y'all have a good one. All right, Thanks, too. Mike. All right, we'll step away real quick, come back and wrap up the week and Friday's edition of the McFarland Show next. If you need a staycation or planning a trip to Music City, stay at Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Voted the best boutique hotel in the city by the Nashville scene. Bento Living is located on the edge of bustling downtown and boasts on-site dining, shopping, live entertainment on the rooftop, and free fitness classes. Come experience Nashville like a local. Visit bentochestnuthill.com to book your Music City vacation today. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic is happening on March 15th at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. And this year, it's a doubleheader. For nearly a decade, the City of Columbia Parks and Rec Department has showcased the most highly attended women's college softball matchups in the state. The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic kicks off their doubleheader at 1 p.m. with the Bucks from Motlow State taking on the Chargers of Columbia State. Then at 5.30, the Austin P. Lady Govs battle the Lady Vols of the University of Tennessee. Tickets to the Six annual Mid-State Classics are only 10 bucks and are on sale now. Motlow State versus Columbia State. Austin P versus Tennessee. Wednesday, March 15th, starting at 1.30 at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. For tickets and information to the six annual Mid-State Classic, log on to ColumbiaTN.com slash Mid-State Classic or call 931-388-8119. That's 931-388-8119. The six annual Mid-State Classic. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... 
Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. In uncertain times, you can be certain of this. The Salvation Army is serving those most in need with help and hope. Thanks to your donations, the Salvation Army is helping those affected by COVID-19, those who've lost wages, who have no home to retreat to, who need food, help with utilities, and most of all, hope. To see how you can continue to make a difference, visit GiveWestwood.org. GiveWestwood.org. Welcome to Smashville, home of your Nashville Predators. Join us at Bridgestone Arena Monday, February 13th for the Valentine's Day date game in your college night with Austin P. as your Nashville Predators take on the Arizona Coyotes. Purchase your college night tickets today at NashvillePredators.com slash college nights for a Preds and Austin P. co-branded hat. And don't miss the Thursday and Saturday games against the Boston Bruins and the Florida Panthers. For your tickets, go to NashvillePredators.com slash tickets. Let's go, Preds! It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. I'm not saying like Derrick Henry is going to be bad. I just don't think he's going to be able to tote the rock 330 times in a season. He did lose a half step. He was getting caught in that second level. And you saw the fumbling. If that's what their plan is, we're just going to go in again on Derrick Henry and figure this out. It just seems like the definition of insanity to me. The Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch. With Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. Over 50 years of Nashville sports coverage. The McFarland Show. Wow, you guys are old. Well. Old but spry, sir. Old but spry. We're not older than the Super Bowl. No, we're not. This is Super Bowl 57, so mm-hmm. we're not not that old. And everybody's watching that. So, there. All right, who you got? Chiefs. You're going Chiefs. Nothing shit. You didn't wake up and like, oh my gosh. Nope. Epiphany, right? Nope. Like, no, it's it's Philly. Nope. Okay. So you didn't see like the green on the Bat Building this morning going to Fox 17, and you're like, oh my gosh, it's the Eagles. Have not okay. changed my mind. Okay. I am going to go. I'm rooting for the Chiefs, but I'm going to be. Uh, I think the Eagles are going to win. I do. Okay. I think they're going to win. I think they've been the best team all year. And I think they're going to prove it. Although I did think that was, was it Chris or Lorenzo? Who brought Lorenzo. up? Lorenzo. Lorenzo, yeah. Kansas City has had the tougher schedule. He almost said exactly what I said. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that was, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. So I'm going to go Eagles. Remember, first time out. If you bet a prop, take the Chiefs. First time out, take the Chiefs. 15 of 19 times this year they called the first time out. Philadelphia only did it 7 of 19. Mm. That'll do it for our show. Enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll have tons of things to discuss on Monday. Have a great weekend. Stay tuned. Afternoon Stretch is next.